It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your host, J.D. Harris and friends are getting the discussion together. So it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your host of the Man Cave, J.D. Harris and friends. What's crackalacking, y'all? It's funny. I feel like my boy Rakim, it's been a long time. Uh, but we're back on. Um, I have a good guest from the hometown. Been doing a little traveling myself, so uh, checking out high school basketball games in Illinois. And I actually just did a um, pilot for a show for Fox News. So it'll be interesting uh, to see when it comes out. I'll let you guys know. Tell me what you think about your boy's first television show debut. But anyway, I have uh, a longtime friend. And if you know my hometown, one of the things is we have such a great community in Waukegan, Illinois. So a lot of us, even if we didn't have kids or we had young kids, on a Friday or Saturday night, it was not uncommon to see a gymnasium packed with fans of the of the sport and supporting our community. And so this next gentleman, before his kids were old enough to be in the gym playing, uh, I have Dwayne Springs um, from Waukegan. What's up, Dwayne? What's going on? We are definitely proud of you in the hometown doing big things internationally. Um, we're definitely proud of you. Uh, just a little bit about myself. I am a coach and trainer uh, over 20 years in the Lake County, Illinois, uh, northern Chicagoland area, uh, and a huge voice in this area. Uh, I, I'll, I'll tag myself as being that uh, with a lot to say. A lot of uh, controversial uh, views, I think. That's why I have you all today. <laughs> <laughs> we disagree a lot. We're good. Oh, yeah. We are good friends, but we definitely disagree on things. And um, and we're able to be gentlemen after that. But we definitely have had fiery debates about a number of different topics. And, and here's the thing: what people don't understand, and I, I'm going to jump off subject a little bit, but. I had, it was funny, last night, I, I'm i going ahead of myself, but last night I had a post with, you know, what Colin Kaepernick was doing in Somalia. And you know, I've met Colin a couple times and always been a stand-up dude. And it was so interesting uh, because one of the gentlemen that had been on my page for years, like, always had a comment. And I just let people air out what they feel. So me, myself coming from the hometown and someone like you and I, I mean, we'll sit, we sat by each other for years debating, still had a mutual respect. You know, I had the opportunity to even work with your sons in camps and stuff, got pictures of them in my house. Um, but this dude, and again, I didn't even give my opinion. He just said, who cares about Colin Kaepernick? I said, I do. Right. You know, this, this gentleman... Uh, mind you, years of coming at people on my line or things I posted deleted me. And so, you know, I typically try to just, you know what, I'm not going to wrestle with pigs because they like to get dirty and I don't. But I kind of had to let them know how I felt because it's like, hold up, you express yourself for years 
And then all last season, you ripped this man for standing for his belief, and he does something good. You guys said, well, put your money where your mouth is. He does that. It's still not good enough. Or, right. you know, and, and it's like, come on, people. Like, I, am, I am definitely willing to um, express my view on Kaepernick, uh, what he's doing uh, with in Somalia, come on, if you can't acknowledge that, that's great. If you thought that him kneeling for the flag was terrible, if this man gives his own money, you don't, if you cannot admit that that's a great act, I even agree with why he was taking the knee. He was mm-hmm. not doing that to be disrespectful to the soldiers, which many active and, and uh, non-active soldiers admitted that they understood what he was doing. But people wanted to minimize his act to an act of defiance without it being thought out. And they can't say that when he's taking flights to Somalia. They can't say that when he's giving his money and that he's following up on what he said. So as far as Kaepernick, people want to just be angry. They want you to have one viewpoint. They don't even want you to point out that you might be offensive to them. They don't want to point out the flaws because that disrupts their understanding of reality. <laughs> Many yeah, times you have so, reality that is just so phony, and uh, if you shake that up, it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like okay, this gentleman—he's made it clear. He's spoken with vets and stuff. Said we get it. And my thing is, I was like, isn't that un-American to have it? to be feeling like he should have another way of protesting. Protest never feels comfortable. Just like uh, working hard. Working hard never feels comfortable, but the results come at the end. And so it's like, to me, I felt like he did it peacefully. Heck, half of the people would not even known had he not had uh, my guy not brought out to everyone else's attention. He wasn't like, oh, I'm going to kneel and things like that. He just did it quietly. And he did it. He exercised the rights of any American. And so if, if we think about America and in protests, protests in America and it being nonviolent don't go together. The reason we have an America is because something called the Boston Tea Party, which was a Violent protests. <laughs> it was a yeah. violent protest against an oppressor. And, and because the- of that, we uh or we gained our freedom from a from an oppressor. So if we want to say what's an American act, then there has been uh extremely violent American acts to get freedom. For, for ourselves within this country and for other countries in another country. So if, if taking a knee is the most offensive thing that you have seen, then you are, let, let's just cut, let's just stop playing. You are a liar. You have seen things more offensive than that. You are pretending and you would just like your athletes to shut up, throw the ball, shut up, shoot the ball, shut up, hit the ball, and then go away and let me talk about you. That's what you want. Unless, that, that, it, unless it's what a cost that they that 
is fitting for them, uh, yeah. for those that have a problem Absolutely. with it. And, yeah. and so yeah. my thing is most people are ignorant to history. Uh, yeah. And then the next thing is besides being ignorant to the history of what's happened, it's like, what is the alternative? I mean, nothing he would have done would have been good enough, but not only history, where do we get our information from? And I just asked, I posed the question. I said, do you know him? Have you spoken with him? Like, if I don't like someone, I don't dislike someone because of something the news said or someone else said. At least I'm going to do, you know, it may put me on, you know, on caution and paying attention, but I'm going to do the adequate research to find out as much as I can on a subject before I come to a conclusion. At least that's what us. Supposed I'm to not. I, I knew. I knew I didn't like. I knew I didn't like Trump. It didn't take a lot of research. It didn't take a lot of research. You came out. You said what you said. I did not appreciate that. I don't like that. I know what I feel and how I what my thoughts are now. Now with additional information, you can change that. That that firsthand uh, uh, opinion, but I knew right off that what you were saying about so many different people. I live in an area where there are seventy five percent Hispanic, so I'm offended by some things you say about the Hispanic community. I don't need to go in depth about the research. I don't need to sit with you at a table for a photo op and smile and act like we got to be with, no, you already told me who you are. You don't have to sit and get up cozy to the snake to find out if it's going to bite you because the nature of the snake is for it to bite you. So I'm not that. That's one point we will disagree. Yeah. And I agree with that. I'm saying what what the media often says, what's fact, isn't always, you know, you could take a soundbite and take one thing out of it and change it to work in your favor. And I've Absolutely. seen that just, you know, I've seen that happen just in cases of working in professional sports. It'll, a coach would give an interview or a player would say something and then they'll take it out of context or give a very small sample size of what's said. And so that's where I'm saying for me, I just, Take typically, I just take the approach of let me just gather all the facts that I need to gather before I form my conclusion. I'm not going to yeah. form my conclusion off of someone else's feelings or someone else's right. interaction. Um, I absolutely understand, and I think people um, didn't want to deal with uh, what Kaepernick was saying. They didn't want to deal with why he could have. Um, oh, look how much money he makes. How can he complain? If it wasn't for uh, America, he wouldn't make this money. Stop that. It's due <laughs> to the fact of him being one of the most talented individuals to play the most difficult position in all of team sports, that he's able to make that money. I exactly. would do his job and just be quiet. No, you no, wouldn't. You could. You're not good enough, period. Some of the people have their job and not being quiet but we're speaking of being quiet we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back okay
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. So we're back uh, just talked a little bit about Colin Kaepernick. But now I'm going to tell you. So one of the things, Wayne, I've watched him. And let me give you a little bit more history he didn't. Uh, in our area, we have many young men, uh, including his son, that was going uh, was actually his team, University of Minnesota, played in a tournament. And mind you, let me let you know, his son is a graduate student just high character young men. I mean, respectful. His oldest son, we sat down and talked at the basketball game. We haven't talked in probably like five years. Uh, and then, but not to mention, people like Jabari Parker have come through the coaching rank or experiencing both Dwayne and his brother coaching them. Uh, to you have Schofield at Tennessee being trained. So there, and we could go on and on and on about the young men. Dwayne, one time, I'll never forget this, and he was on Oprah Winfrey. And Oprah, <laughs> you know, I guess it was talking about, you know, protégés or training your students or kids to be athletes. And uh, Dwayne kind of let her have his mind about his approach. Whether you agree or not with it, he's done what he said he would do, but more importantly, he's been a great father. So, Speaking of fathers, a lot of people are misunderstood when they don't take the path that everyone else does with their kids. That's why everyone else doesn't make that 2% that go on or that 1% that go on to the next level. We wouldn't have Michael Jackson without Joe Jackson. We wouldn't have Tiger Woods without his dad. So the way, given all that, laying the groundwork, Let's talk about my man, Lamar Ball. What's your thoughts? <laughs> I think Lamar Ball is a shock to the system. I think Lamar Ball, he has said it as well. What we're used to is the young man that is, uh, is the product of the single mother. And 
Most people want to be the user. Oh, the nice mom. and I can talk to the mom. They're not used to the dad. The dad, nope. the dad's scared. And let's just call a spade a spade. The big black man. The big black man scares people. They want the big black man to just run and shoot and tackle and knock people down and be quiet. This big black man has told you my son is the best. My son is my son will be better than uh, um, Steph Curry. What else should he say? What else should he say about his son? I told Oprah when it was, the name of the show was uh, Extreme um, Extreme Sports Parents, or it wasn't just sports; it was somewhere acting, somewhere in ballet or whatever. And I told her, I'm going to be extreme with my children because that's the only way to be successful. Being normal does not lead to success because that's just normal. And success is outside of the norm. Never said be abusive. People get extreme and abusive confused. This man is extreme. And what he said is working. His son, he said, I'm speaking it into existence. My son is going to play for the Lakers. Now, whether or not he plays for the Lakers, his son will get drafted in the first round. His next son is one of the top high school players. His third son, people say, well, he cherry-picked 90 points. I he still, have a ball. still went in the bucket. <laughs> I will give people a ball in a court in an hour, and I bet you they can't get a 90 points by themselves on the court. Yeah, and I've watched him play live. The boy has a stroke. <laughs> Come on. He is a for real, legitimate NBA player. He's a legitimate top five draft pick. He's a legitimate. He, legit, he told them that UCLA could win. They're in, a, they're, in a, they're in a sweet 16. Will they win it? We don't know. Any game could go either way. But he's saying what he said. Ask for the world. Say your son's the best ever. A lot of people around Chicagoland think that it is sacrilegious to say that you could be better than Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, well, look, I the goal. Think, I'm going to say this. I don't think Mr. Ball could beat Michael Jordan. That's just me personally. But, you know, I get him. And, and Where's, the story? Where's the story if you say that you are not better than Michael Jordan? That exactly. is not a story. And that's why that's where I was going with this. He's building a brand uh, for their family, and what comes with that? What sells? Uh, I mean, most people, uh, and I had to catch myself uh, with sports and things like that. The story is not usually the positive things, or you know, the story is typically sound bites and negative things, and you know, dissecting someone, uh, uh, individual coming from a scouting background. That's what you do. You dissect everything. And so to see him come out, it's like, hey, and I agree with you. He's a man with a strong presence, a presence that is not shaken by the mainstream. Absolutely not. But here's the thing. The NCAA will make approximately a billion dollars this month. It's a billion-dollar industry. And he is shaking the core of that. He's shaking the core of that because he's telling you that I'm going to market my sons so that they can make money. 
with, with or without you. And that is what should happen in a capitalist society. We are telling the athletes in a, in a capitalist society to not be capitalists. Everyone else can capitalize can, off of them. <laughs> everyone can capitalize off of them, but them. Your people exactly. are telling him that he's exploiting his children, and he said, he said it great, how can I exploit what's mine? You exploit things that are not yours. <laughs> you exploit things that are not yours. That is not exploitation. That's marketing, what he's doing for his son. That is absolutely marketing. And we are in, they're in college, they should learn this. And <laughs> they should learn this. He is teaching them how to market. This is guerrilla marketing at its best. He spends yeah. very little money to get the most advertising that you can possibly get for his sons and his brand. This is great guerrilla marketing. They should study this at Harvard. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing a great job. I, I, I was on with him. I will say, I will say with one thing, I do go with LeBron James with this. You know, I keep you, LeBron didn't say keep my name out of it. He just said keep my family and my children's name out of it. I, that I would agree with. It's like, I respect LeBron for saying that. LeBron should say that. He did not say your sons suck. He did not say your sons are animals. He did not say your sons are the scum of the earth. He made a anal- he made he analyzed the potential for his sons versus LeBron's sons. His analyst is, is, is correct. There have been very few children that can match up to superstar sons. I saw the Jordan kids. I, I was about to say we we witnessed we our our kids got robbed by the Jordan kids. <laughs> yeah, my son played. My son and my nephew played against the Jordan kid. He was very good. Now, when people say that he was not good, they're lying. He was no. Marcus was good. good. Marcus was very. Good. No, both of them were legitimate Division One players. Marcus more of a freak athlete, but both of them legitimate D one players. Uh, uh, um, the older one should have been a mid major. But he eventually earned a scholarship in Illinois before then going to school, I believe, University of Central Florida. Marcus was a freak. Marcus could jump out of the gym, do all of it, but you still would never be Michael Jordan because no one can be Michael Jordan except for the one person that became better than him in LeBron. And this is what you typically find with children, the offspring of great athletes that have produced at the highest level. Well, first of all, those kids typically don't have to be as hungry as their parents did. You know, I mean, when and what I mean by that, they have they can have trainers and they'll be around other NBA all stars and stuff like that. Where the dad, you know, a lot of times you might even had to make your own basketball hoop. You had to go ride your bike and get with your friends. It was just a different setup. So I I think that. I want to contest huh? that. I want to contest that because Steph That's Curry fine. never needed anything. Steph True. Curry wasn't the need for anything. Is he the exception or is he the rule? I think that I think we we paint a picture of having to be an impoverished. A a a. Uh, oh my God! If I don't make it, my family go. I'm uh, not going to be able to eat. I think we paint that picture, and that picture is one that is fading. You have so many of these athletes. I am a trainer. 
So I absolutely understand the parents of the children that are able to pay for more training. They absolutely get better. They absolutely get better. The parent that has the kid that just goes out there and shoots by himself, he does not get better at the level of a, a of a athlete that can pay for training. You are also a trainer. You know that those kids do get better. There are some guys that are just so fast, can jump so high that 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 um they don't have to worry about it. But no, without it, that, the training absolutely helps. The training and, and helps. I agree. It helps. But what I'm saying is, and I, you know, we can respectfully disagree. I just feel like that there's a level of hunger that typically comes. And I think Steph Curry is the exception more so than the rule. I mean, he and Clay are the exceptions. I mean, he, Clay, and the Peyton and Manning brothers. But how many more could you name and say, hmm, you know, look at Barry Sanders Jr. Hmm. Look at, I mean, Jared Payton. Look at, and those kid, those offsprings typically have not produced, and I don't think it's the lack of athletic ability. I think part of it becomes, whether it's the pressure, the psychological pressure, or the expectation of everyone else is so much higher. So when they look at them, anything other than what their father or parent was is a failure. Um, and that and that's uh, a unfair, and that's what sets them up is the unfair comparison because the majority will not be a, a Division One kid. The majority will not make it to the pros. If so, you can be a Division One kid, you're of the tops. But yeah, when you're uh, 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 NBA superstar. But and uh, because we're about to close out, but I will say this, and I'm going to end it with this thought. We know that pro sports and even college sports sometimes isn't the the most talented don't always go there. Uh, and I'll say this: pro sports, especially, is not an industry of resumes; it's an industry of relationships. So, because if I was coaching. You better be dang skippy that a King Springs would be one of my receivers or quarterbacks because I have a history I know him and he's good. You know what I mean? So I think that is a culmination of a variety of things. But on a bigger note, man, I know we have a short show today, but I appreciate you coming on, D, anytime. Because, hey, we still had about five subjects we could have went on, but today's a crazy day and, you know, the Cubbies are playing, so I'm going to go – Watch them down the street from my house today. Definitely. Let's talk some more as the NCAA tournament uh, unfolds. And uh, um, let's definitely speak again. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's a great opportunity. You're doing great. And we look to talk more in the future. All right. Thank you. Hey, you all, thank you for visiting. And we are out of here. Peace. All right, we're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of The Man Cave with J.D. Harris and friends on the Voice America Sports Channel. See you soon.